Let's get ready to rumble! Hello and welcome to Netflix vs. Cinema, the podcast that is realizing this week that even though it was released about three weeks ago, even though we reviewed it about three weeks ago, people are still not done complaining about persuasion on Netflix. People people are not ready to let it go. They're not ready to let it go. Uh, My name is Tosid and I am the host based up in the United Kingdom, uh, somewhere in the middle of the country near Birmingham. And joining me as always on the Isle of Wight is Sharon Bolland. Hello, Sharon Bolland, the, the 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 instigator, the instigator of our of our newfound hub of persuasion activity. Yes. <laughs> Shall we? So we found out that if you don't know what I'm talking about, uh, Netflix released a film called Persuasion, which was an it is nominally an adaptation of a Jane of Jane Austen's final finished novel, and um, it hit Netflix probably about three weeks ago as a, as we're recording. And it has gone off. It sent Sharon off. I will quote from Sharon's review. I really, really want to swear right now. And we put that review up online and we have realized that we have hit a nerve because there's a lot of people out there, at least a lot of people for us, as I say. We're a small podcast. We're a small YouTube channel. We don't really have... But this has become like our most viewed video for a while. It is just people jumping on and people wanting to come jump mostly mostly wanted to jump on agree with sharon and just join in this complaint pylon <laughs> shall we say i did not realize that there was that much um emotion that had been stirred up by this film around jane austen and stuff but apparently there is sharon thank you for introducing me to a whole new world <laughs> yeah i think persuasion particularly is i think one of her most beloved novels because it isn't the most obvious one uh, I think because it's, it's quieter, it's, it's slower, it's got a slightly more melancholy air about it. Yep. Um, it's not the most obvious one. And I think when someone takes that and then turns it into a, a, a frivolous rom-com, it's going to get people's backs up. <laughs> and it did in a, in a, <laughs> on a massive scale. <laughs> but, but OK, but uh, one thing I have to say is okay, sometimes there are times when you do stuff and you put it out online and it goes onto the Internet and then bad things happen. But every now and then, there's a time when you realize this is what this is the force for good this thing could be. And so, how does it feel, Sharon, to have found your people and to have found that you are not alone in your in your in your despair about this this version of persuasion? I'm not surprised. <laughs> there's a lot of us out there who who go about our lives and we're quite modest, quiet people, and then till someone riles us. <laughs> hear me wrong and i think that's what happens with those those um that that person you all sort of pass in the street and not even give them a second glance they are probably a seething cauldron of emotion about all sorts of things (laughs) and um (laughs) you just have to tap into that and i think we have tapped into that seething cauldron of emotion about that people you know you dare to mess with our favorite book (laughs) Yep, yep, and it, 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 it's it's been like sticking it, putting a stick in the hornet's nest. So I thought we were done. I thought we were done with persuasion last week because we did. We put up our review of persuasion. We and when people responded to us and we were like, oh wow, people get in touch with us, and we are still like, oh, people have actually noticed that we've done something. So we like to give them a little bit of love back. So we actually made a second video, which was our response to our review, reading out what people had said about it, and we put that up online as well. It was also on the podcast and. 
people have kept commenting. And at some point, I'm going to have to put a pin in it. At some point, I'm going to have to say, okay, that's it. We cannot spend the first 20 minutes of the podcast talking about persuasion. Like, two months after the film was released, we cannot do it. At some point, I'm going to have to... But not quite yet. Not quite yet. So there are still some people who have gotten in touch with us, and I am still going to say... Thank you for getting in touch with us, and I'm going to put something in there about what they... Uh, I'm going to just read out what they've said to... Just say thank you for getting in touch with us, as I said. Right, so, um, we've had so far... We've had Mary, we've had Logan, we've had... Last week, we had um, A. Jansen, and we had C. of Ghosts, who also got in touch. And now we are going to continue with other people who've gotten in touch with us. And there was one... Per- there's a person called Sanjiv, Sanjiv Janjiani, or Jangiani, who... Um, Loved your review, and he just said, he just said, one minor correction. Although Wentworth would not have been a captain when he first proposed to Anne, he would have been a lieutenant or at least a midshipman, not just a rating. Now, I don't understand what this means, but Sharon, you, is, you straight away knew what this meant, and you went on there and you, you said, well done. Uh, you went on Sanjeev, you got me. <laughs> yeah, no, I said, absolutely, he is right. Because um, I, I did watch back the review, because sometimes I, because we're not scripted, I think, as anyone who watches this will probably know, uh, we're it not should, It should become very obvious very quickly. We're not <laughs> <laughs> And um, we just, you know, we just talk. And so I, when I described Wentworth as a rating, he, he isn't a rating, he was an officer. So, yeah, I, afterwards I thought I shouldn't have used that term. It wasn't the correct term to describe him. He was an officer. He would have gone in as a midshipman, as his physical, and then he would have moved up through the ranks. And because one thing about the Navy, as opposed to the Army, was that you had to earn your promotions through the, in the Navy. You couldn't buy a commission, yeah. which is a lot of the subplots in the story of Persuasion about how um, you, you meet several naval officers. You meet Admiral Croft, you meet Captains Harville and Captain Benwick. And it's really important because you can compare their lives to what Wentworth would have been had he married Anne at the age he did. Would he yeah. have got the success? Would he have got the promotion? So he, um, Sanjeev, wasn't it, was absolutely right. He wasn't a rating. He would have been an officer. All right. Cool. Yeah, well he, done. Um, yeah. It well was a minor San- thing, but it's important to the story. So yeah. Well done, Sanjeev. And, and also well done, Sanjeev and Sharon, for having one of those rarest of things, which is a <laughs> civil, polite exchange of of like, you know, of slight disagreement over the internet, where it hasn't immediately become, fight your own corner, how dare you say that? No! <laughs> so yeah, well well done. Well done to the both of you for having like a nice simple exchange over the internet. And let's see, um, who else do we have here? We have, okay, there's someone called Vanessa. Vanessa, I want to say Nisley. Nisley. That's K-N-I-Z-L-E-Y, author. K- Vanessa Nisley, author. And while I was looking around to see what had happened with our review of Persuasion, I did notice that she had put up a video as well with two other author friends, and they put on their own review of Persuasion. Hey, Sean. Sean has just joined us. Hey, hey hiya, hiya. Sorry, it's been a bit hectic, a bit hectic. No, no, no problem, Sean, no problem, Sean. We're just talking about the fact that that um three three weeks after the film was reviewed and three weeks after the film was released people are still not over persuasion and people are still talking wow, about it good good i i know honestly sure this is this this honestly this is like you know when you have one of your rants like when you talk about yeah, Batman, yeah, how, yeah, yeah. how we how both of us when we start talking about batman versus superman how we go off on rants yeah, 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 yeah. this is this is like the jane austen thing of it that's <laughs> cool it's cool isn't it it's that's like good it's the jane austen so, royal so, rubble so, pylon so how many how many uh how many views has it had now it's getting close to 400. Wow. Wow, that's good news, <laughs> isn't it? It's getting close to 400. Uh, yeah, it is. So, okay, so Vanessa, Vanessa Nicely, author, who, and Vanessa, if you listen to this, I apologize, and please do tell me how to pronounce your name correctly. 
Um, she she simply says, "You three were fun to watch." So that's because I think it was me, you, and Holly Sharon yeah. on, on that one. It's like, you three were fun to watch. Two of my author friends and I put up a review as well, and we felt the exact same way. Strip the story of its meaning. So sad. I'm going to see what other reviews you have all done. So. So yeah, cool, cool. Uh, I I have to say, I don't think that there's going to be anything with um that's full of the vitriol that the persuasion review was full of, <laughs> unless you listen to the audio version of I think and find our review of Rambo: Last Blood, which which Sharon reviewed with, and she wasn't even on the show. She only sent in an email that I had to read out, uh, but, but but you could read it, you could feel, you could feel the vitriol coming yeah, through, yeah, yeah, yeah. through the written word. Sharon is very measured normally, but this, you know when she does go. She goes, and yes. quite justified, apparently. Yeah, well, <laughs> it, it seems to be it seems to be the case. But after Sharon has said that, I don't think I'm going to be watching this film. So, and the uh, the final person who is going to do this, someone called Aya Blue, for at least for, at least for now, I'm saying that I think at some point, Sean, I'm going to have to draw a line under this and say no more, no, okay. <laughs> no more persuasion talk. But I think at the moment, it's still it's still quite fun. Um, final, final person's Aya Blute or Blute, um, B L E U T E says. They made this movie for millennial and Gen Z generations. They literally think that they that we are too stupid to understand Jane Austen. So they had to dumb down her work for us. I am so glad that they got roasted for this. This adaptation is so condescending. Also trying to attract a new audience doesn't work. It's like trying to make an action movie more romantic when your audience is mostly men. Eventually, no one will watch and you will lose millions of dollars. So, yeah, I don't know whether they lost millions of dollars, but... I, I don't know. I mean, they might even they might even be happy about all the notoriety this film is getting because I'm not sure that they expected to have these men this many column inches when they made this film. <laughs> I, I cannot. I mean, that's that. really really good. I suppose with with YouTube algorithms, will it sort of show up what from what people's interests like with the. Yes, it will. It will show for people's yeah. interest. Cool. So, so okay, um, okay, because I've I, I run the YouTube channel. I do, essentially I do all the nerdy stuff. I do all mm. the nerdy button pushing on this podcast. And um, I've been going into the background, and I was showing Sharon a little bit, sharing my screen, and showing her a little bit of what this whole thing looks like in the background and all that. And you can see that there's a lot of videos that are um, that are uh, referring our video, that are recommending mm. our video to people, and a lot of them have titles like "Persuasion, it's terrible." Persuasion oh, is right. an abomination. Yeah. For... So there's a whole sort of mini YouTube. There's a whole, whole mini persuasion corner of YouTube that oh. we are now part of, <laughs> that we have unwittingly bundled into, and uh, people are finding that. And I've got to be honest, if I was going to think about the film that we were going to renew that we would review that would get us the most attention of anything that we've done i would not have picked this one mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I would not have picked this one but that's one of the great things about human beings weird things happen and, ex- yeah, and so surprise you so anyway that is it please do continue um uh getting in touch with us if you see the persuasion review you like what you see as people said if we are fun to watch like vanessa says Watch something else. Watch other things that we do. Have a look at some of our playlists, all that. Um, or even, even, and I know this might be crazy, but even download a podcast and listen to the full podcast episodes that we've done where we talk about different things, where what we do, and I haven't even said what we do on this podcast. We don't just talk about persuasion. This isn't just the persuasion corner, even though I'm beginning to think that we need to rename uh, our, yeah. our YouTube channel, something like persuasion is a joke. <laughs> it is that we actually go to the cinema when they have films on for us to watch, and we watch a couple of things in the cinema. We watch things at home. We pit them out, rate them all out of five, put them against each other, and figure out where money has been better spent this week. And now this week is one of those weeks where we have not been able to do much cinema watching 
watching, mainly because cinema hasn't given us much to watch. Would that be accurate, or is that just my local cinema being rubbish as usual? No, I think that's I think that's a good observation. There hasn't really been a lot. I'm gonna have to rewatch some things, I think, because I'm getting a little bit. <laughs> I need to see something, so I might have to watch. I got so I'll have to be discerning. The trouble is, a lot of the films have moved to the smaller screens, so yeah. You know, because I yeah, did but, think about seeing Elvis again, but yeah. it's in like screen seven or something. And it's just, well, as long as it, I've got a friend of mine who wants to see it, and I said, Well, if it's too long, I'll go see it again with you. So I'm hoping right. that they'll keep Elvis for another, at least another week. Right. It, it okay. seems so. Elvis, Elvis seems to have some legs. Elvis mm. does seem to have some legs. It's still, it's still hanging about. Um, so, uh, how many times have you seen Elvis now, Sean? Well, I've seen it twice. Twice, so, okay. Yeah, twice. So. so. Uh, all right, and um, yo, I but I know what you mean about saying getting a bit antsy because I said last week I hadn't been in the cinema for about a month. I think, it was, mm-hmm. and this week I was like, well, we've reviewed everything. Well, we've reviewed everything worthwhile. I'm not going to watch Minions: Rise of Gru. Oh God, no! <laughs> even I can, even I can, I can. I'm, I'm not going to watch. I'm not going to watch that. So, 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 but everything else was reviewed. So actually, I was like, I just need to break my duck. I need to get back in the cinema. I need to, and I went and watched Bullet Train to catch up with. Um, and I have to okay. say. Yeah, I have to say, yeah, I agree with everything you guys said about Bullet Train. It is, it is a, it's a big dumb smile of a movie. Is the way, yeah. <laughs> is the way I put it. It's, it's a big, and it's one of those things where you know, I have a feeling that when they came up with the title of that film, they were like, oh, genius. They're on a train and they're firing bullets, and it's also a bullet train. Look at us. Ooh, we're deep. So many different names. <laughs> I don't feel like they did that. They, they, they know the film. But I and I know what you guys were saying about the cameos. I did bleep out the cameo that you guys mentioned last week. I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> I did bleep it out. But they 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 are just they just keep being things people. You're like what what? And when you look at the people who are involved in the film, people who star in the film, and also the people who who directed the film, some of those cameos, it's you can see how they happened. You can see, you can see how they happened. But um, uh, but that's all I'll say on that. But yeah, I agree with you guys. It is it is it is a three because you'd you'd be hard pressed to give it a four. Oh yeah. But you'd be very hard pressed to give it a four. Thoroughly entertaining. But it it is it is really entertaining, and I even uh, and I understood what you were saying about like when characters leave the screen, you're like oh, but but they were fun. Yeah 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 yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's one particular char- character who. He has he has um trailer time and everything like that. You see him quite prominently in the trailer, and he is on screen for probably about five to ten minutes yes, of the entire yeah, yeah five to seven, of, of the entire run time. And like where, where because of it, it's, it's it shouldn't come as a surprise that in a film called Bullet Train, not everybody makes it to the end. So so when when he leaves when he leaves, you're kind of like, what it, is that, that it? it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> is that it? Are, are we gonna? Are we gonna have like a flashback or something? No, oh no no no, that was it. That, that was, that, it. That, that was That's definitely done. it. And uh, but uh, but even in the five to ten minutes, you're like, I wanted to see more of that. And it's uh, and I I but I just think that it's it's the kind of film that you know you might complain and say they don't make many of them anymore. Where they it's just like like you know a dumb smile of a movie. They've done it. It's uh, it's kind of like an original concept. It's not a superhero film or anything like that. I th- I just I thought it was quite good. So, um, with that being the only thing that any of us have seen in cinema this week, and we've already reviewed that last week, we are left with one of those weeks where we just talk about what we've seen at home. We declare this a null contest, say Netflix and Friends have won, and we just carry on and say what it is that we have seen at home. So, Sean, you said you haven't really seen anything at home. Even I haven't at home. really seen anything. I, 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 I finally got the Apple, the, the five-month Apple thing. Through oh, yeah, you, you, you got it. You got it, yeah. 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 
So I watched Smigadoom. So I thought I'd have to watch that after the reviews and all that. Um, yeah, it was it was quite fun. I I think I was expecting a little bit more lavish than what it was. It was very oh, yeah, yeah. much, you know, on a set and all things like that. I yeah, sort of yeah, had a yeah. picture of it being majestic landscapes, like the sound of music and all stuff like that. <laughs> but it was very, you know. Um, no, it's on the sound stage more of the yeah, like, surprise. Yeah, it was that it. Yeah, 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 it was that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. So all, all painted yeah, I mean, backdrops and stuff. Yeah, with yeah, yeah. yeah. I quite enjoyed it. I think, I think with sometimes you can, like when you hear people talk about movies, and that how great it is and everything it is when you see it sometimes it can, it, it, it can, it can only it can only disappoint yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> i mean but then again it works the other way if people say oh what a terrible terrible thing this was you know what a movie what a horrible horrible movie yeah and then you go and see it later sometimes it can be a bit of a surprise and you think well what was all why why did everybody hate that movie so much? yeah although persuasion does seem to be that i don't think i mean i won't even entertain that so don't go there don't go there yeah so i'll, I'll, take, I'll, I'll take sharon's advice for that one i'll tell you what sure okay what well, if if a review of persuasion hits 500 views we can both go watch it and then we can come and join it. Yeah, yeah. We can come and pile on as well. Yeah, but because after where you said that you, you, you'd seen Schmigadoo and I was like, ooh, ooh, man, I might have, I might have hyped it up way too much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, mean, I, did, I, did, I did worry about that. Although I have seen it. I have seen it since I reviewed it. I've seen Schmigadoo again because it's only six episodes. It's short. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, and my, my sister-in-law was around and so she wanted to watch some of so I suggested that. And I watched it back, and there's the oh, there's still bits that just make me crack up. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 definitely. I mean, I agree. It is, it is. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, I enjoyed it. Don't get me wrong. I didn't think, yeah. but I think I was probably expecting. Overhyped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so a little yeah. bit overhyped for me. Yeah. But yeah, still, yeah. still enjoyed it immensely. Um, yeah. Like. So now I'll have to catch up with some of the other other things. So. Oh, okay. So. Weirdly enough, seeing even though Sharon and I are trying our, our darndest to watch our way through all of Apple TV Plus before our five months are up, um, I think the big thing that we have seen in that we've seen this week is actually not an Apple TV Plus thing; it's a Disney no. Plus thing. No, right, yeah, it's a Disney Plus thing. So because Sharon and I, we both saw a film that has been released called Prey. Ooh, yeah, I've heard about this. This is the the predator family of films it is, isn't it? it's it's in the predator family of films so you can see what they've done obviously the original was made in 1987 called predator and now they have a film called prey and it is and yeah i think let's kick off with this let's kick off with talking about prey and um uh sharon would you give us a synopsis of prey okay so um prey is set in a pre-industrialized world our world uh, and in north america um, I believe the date it flashes up is something like 17... 1719, 19, I think it is. Yeah, 1719. So, British history, just after the, the, the sort of first Jacobite uprising. Uh, so it's... And this is in North America, and we meet um, the Comanche tribe, who are living, yeah, this sort of pre-industrial age, where they very much have still have stone tools. They haven't really done a lot of interaction with the, the, the new sort of Europeans that are coming in. So yep. they very much live in their have their stone tools, they have their bows and arrows with hide sort of strings and it's all a, they're hunter-gatherers basically. Yeah. They're sophisticated and have their own sort of civilization. And they, there's one of the members of the tribe is a young woman who feels more drawn towards hunting and wanting to sort of hone her skills as a fighter and as a survivor rather than doing the more traditional female roles of, you know, 
cleaning their hides and sort of being a, having a more domestic and cooking role. and harvesting like what looked like sweet potatoes yes yeah so she isn't that isn't her her sort of passion but she is very keen on fighting or hunting or basically just being out in the world with her brothers and with his her brother's friends so one day she's out and she notices something strange when she's hunting she sees what is called a firebird in the sky and then she noticed that some something else is hunting the predators around them the wolves and the bears and um creatures yeah, yeah. And so she then becomes aware of what we know as someone who has obviously that that knowledge uh, that what she is encountering is a an early predator, one of the ones who was dropped off to hone their skills. And so we then get this sort of girl versus predator rather than the tra- the, the traditional we've right, had a right. few sort of female protagonists, so but this is like a uh, an early Comanche woman who is fighting her her all against this Rather than rather than an an oiled up Arnold Schwarzenegger and Carl Weathers arm wrestling in close up with like rippling muscles, rather rather than that fighting taking on a predator. So she have... doesn't use that physical strength the way they did. She uses her wits and her skills, and uh, she outwits the predator rather than outpunches him. Yeah, well, because I think I think it's well, it's it, it's a predator film, so I, I don't think it's like it's a spoiler to say that like you know the. The, well, the good guys are the humans. The, the the predator's the bad guy. Although it would be it would be a bit oh man, it would be so daring if they made a predator movie in which the predator won. But, <laughs> but, it would be so daring if they did that. But it's it and this is a film that I think, um, as it says, it's it it's it, it knows what it is. It knows that it's a predator movie, and it knows that you as an as a viewer. You've seen all the Predator stuff. You know all that kind of... So it doesn't try and replicate the first film because the first film is all about we're not going to show you the Predator. There's going to be all this sense of dread and there's just this thing in the... There's this thing in the trees. What is it? What is it? And then the Predator is like a big, massive reveal and leading to that, oh, you're one ugly line that, <laughs> that Arnold says. But in this, from the word, they're like, look, we're not going to try and hide this thing. You know it's a Predator. We know it's a Predator. Let's get on with it. And the whole idea of the film, I think when they talk about Prey... There's this whole thing about hunter and hunted thing that goes all the way through it, and you keep sh- they keep showing that because they take about half an hour, even though you know there's a predator out there, they take about half an hour, just almost showing the way of life and showing the hunting and showing what it means to this group of people and showing you uh, showing you different ideas of hunting and like there's there's this sequence where you have. I think it's an insect, and then the insect gets chased by uh, a rat, and then the rat gets chased by a snake, and then the then the predator shows up, and then it's over for everybody. <laughs> but and then they have and they have this, and they have this where you have like a bear shows up, and you have all these different things going up. And I have to admit, because I have, you know, we all have our predilections, and I have my predilection, and as I've told you, as I've grown older, I start seeing colonialism everywhere. And so mm. once they <laughs> once they set, <laughs> once they, the opening lines of this film are like they say it in command and then they say it in English where it starts off and it says it is said that a long time ago a monster arrived here and I, I, once I heard that I was like yes colonialism and, <laughs> and, and so even though it might not be what they were doing but I do feel like they were trying to do a little bit of a theme more than most other predator movies there is this theme of hunter hunted and who is the predator and who is the prey and there's even a bit where they talk about they they have a right, and I cannot remember how to pronounce it in Comanche, where it is kind of like the the right of 
wait almost like a, a rite of passage where you hunt yeah. and and they say it's, it's not about hunting it's about hunting something that hunts you so you, if you go out there and you kill a lion the lion is hunting you but you find to hunt the lion that kind of, and so there's this whole thing about when does the hunter become the hunter there's this whole thing going in there there's there's the bit where it's almost as if like the predators you see keep going bigger and bigger first of all it's a rat then it's a snake then it's a bear then it's the it's then it's french trappers who show up at some point in the film and then obviously then you have the predator itself and then it's a point of like, the girl being the pred- the prey but at what point does at what point does she switch and become the and then the predator becomes the prey and i have to say that i do think that for my money this is probably the best predator film since the first one like of all the ones that have been done because i quite like predator 2 i quite like predators uh, even though i felt like it kind of petered out a bit um i haven't even gone near anywhere near the alien versus predator movies i just refuse <laughs> <laughs> but this actually i actually really liked i think that uh, the the girl who plays and um naru um amber mid thunder I think she does really, really well. She's really, really convincing. I think the action's quite convincing. And even though the the uh, filmmakers they they have they straight up admitted themselves that okay, what well, we have done this thing here where we deliberately removed some of the predators um, things like you know the shoulder like, laser blaster yeah, yeah, cannon. Yeah. I read an interview where the director was like, yeah, we had to take that laser blaster cannon away because that's just game over. <laughs> you're yeah. putting you're putting a predator in like in like you know pre-industrial age if you have if they have a laser cannon it's game over for everybody yeah, else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it just and it's like so they, they, they're like oh, we know we took it away but we to sort of level things up and they make it believable like the the sort of fight on the because this is this is a more well primitive predator almost so to say it still has high-tech gadgets it's still it's still from an advanced civilization it still has lights on its thing that go it still has all of that, but it doesn't have. It's not up to the level of what we saw in the in the nineteen eighty seven mm-hmm. film. And the fighting makes sense. the The Ooh, logic, yeah. the logic that they go through, the logic that they go through makes sense. There's a couple of bits of movie convenience, I would say, but nothing that nothing that got up my nose so much that I was like, oh, no, come on, no, 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 no. It, no, no nothing, nothing that bad. And I think the change of the the change of the the change of the setting, like putting it all that time in the past, and it brings something new to it. It brings something different to it. The fact that it's a woman, the fact that it's actually uh, the fact that it is a or some an indigenous tribe, and and obviously with my head, I, I'm sorry, I see it everywhere nowadays. And the fact that it has gone, it it it, it has. It has all these other themes, and I do think that colonialism is a subtle theme in there, and hunting and hunted is a subtle theme in there. And I, I just, I thought it was really, really good. If I had to give it a rating, which is what we do here, <laughs> I would give it a four out of five. Yeah, I would agree with all of that, Toast. Yeah, because I mean, I was thinking about the technology. How would you put have an advanced technological society and versus against a a primitive one to use those terms? Uh, I thought, how how is that? They just why would, as a predator, as in the beastie predator, yeah. why would you go to a pre-industrialized world to test yourself when you know that you've got an instant advantage? You can just go pop. You can just go laser gun, laser gun, laser gun. just be, yeah. So you see sometimes where they are testing themselves when they are going up against like some of the the, the animal world, they yeah. are yeah. not using all the technology. So you could see it sort of makes sense that they are trying to test themselves against... Um, mm. 
an equal foe rather than automatically relying on technology and they only resort to the higher tech when they start to feel a little bit threatened yeah yeah <laughs> so i thought that it made yeah as you say it made sense because when i was first thought about it i thought well why would you go to somewhere <laughs> where you know that you're going to be everything there <laughs> that, how is that testing your yeah. how, you're not going to be earning your spurs predators are just flat track bullies be, they're just bullies that's that yeah. <laughs> so it's like saying yes we want to test ourselves but not in such a way that we might be in danger of actually losing we're going to keep that advantage so i thought in some ways it's yeah it still probably just demonstrates that they're that they're they think they're themselves honorable but actually they still keep that advantage wherever yeah. they test themselves i was gonna say i'm just gonna bring a laser cannon to a tomahawk fight yeah just just a, a bit of insurance <laughs> but no i enjoyed it i thought i liked the characters i thought the fact that the way some of the the comanche fighters were responding to mm -hmm. these unknown threats they would respond with bravery but they're obviously yeah. hopelessly outgunned but they wouldn't be aware that they'd be hopelessly outgunned the yeah. fact that they were but they were not running away they would be like come on then want do you want some yeah yeah <laughs> and they would go in there so i liked the fact that they sort of took these differences in cultures and had this sort of clash of the titans almost so i enjoyed it and i would give it a four as well i thought mm -hmm. yeah, it was definitely up there in the sort of top two or three predator yeah, films because some that. of the top, ones top more recent predator ones are just so forgettable i mean i did i did watch alien versus predator but some of the other incarnations i've just gone a bit like uh, oh <laughs> more predators <laughs> and so well, but this one i was thinking do I even want to go there? But then I'd heard a good thing about it, and I thought I'll try it. And I, yeah, I thought it was very good. I remember, I remember wanting to go watch the last Predator film, which was just called The Predator. Hmm. And I remember, I remember going, yeah, let's go see this. And then you guys went to watch it, and you came back. And to say the reviews were scathing, is <laughs> <laughs> to, the reviews were scathing. I, I feel like it's it's one of those it was one of those reviews that I could I could literally see Sean giving up on life <laughs> <laughs> halfway through trying to review this film, and so I've, so I've never seen it. <laughs> each time I each time I think let's watch the Predator, I just imagine Sean giving up on life. No, no, forget about that. No, watching that film. So yeah, I, but, but Sean, I think it would be good if you watched it. If you could, um, I did uh, like it. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. I'll, I'll see Dan. Yeah, and see Dan. yeah, mm. and and I would. I, I think it would be good if you watched it, and I because I especially would like to know because I know that you have a much lower tolerance for things not making sense and yes. things being, <laughs> being stupid. You have a much lower tolerance than I think Sharon and I do. So I think this holds together, and I know that there's some things that you don't like in action movies, like you hate the whole trope. Where people get together, one person has a gun pointed at someone else's head, but they go, you know what? I'm going to throw the yeah, gun away. Yeah, let's yeah, let's, just, let's, yeah, yeah, let's yeah, settle yeah. this like I, men with I, our I, fists. I, I, don't like <laughs> I know, I know, I know that that kind of stuff that you hate. Yeah, that yeah. I know you absolutely hate that. And I would be interested to see, um, and I would be interested to see what you thought about this. I would just to see. Um, I'll, I'll make a point. Yeah, uh, I'll, I'll see whether you, there's anything like that where you think, okay, now that was just stupid. Why the heck would you do that? Or in uh, in a the Sean phrase, why would you do that? <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. So that is four stars for prey. So um, now we have because I think that so that's it for for prey. What we've seen this week, and I think I've been the only person who's actually seen anything else this week. So I'll give you guys a choice between two things. Between two things, um, 
that I've seen that we can also, that I can also tell you about. Which one do you want to hear? Because I think three things of me talking might be a bit too much. But but would you like to hear about Show Trial on the BBC on BBC iPlayer, or would you like to hear about Chippendale Rescue Rangers on Disney Plus? Show Sharon. Trial, please. <laughs> Sharon, Sharon, Sharon. Uh, uh, I don't even know why I asked. I, <laughs> if there was a, essentially, I was I was just asking Sean this question because I because I know what Sharon's going to say. I know what Sharon's going. Although one thing I'll say about Chippendale Rescue Rangers on Disney Plus is that it's not it might not be what you think because Chippendale Rescue Rangers was originally a cartoon in the nineties on the Disney Channel, and they've made a film with the exact same title. But this, think more, who framed Roger Rabbit? So okay. Yeah, so who so Chippendale Rescue Rangers is actually more like a Who Framed Roger Rabbit, but it also updated for the last twenty years of animation. So all the way through that film, they are making jokes about animation and animation tropes and all that kind of stuff and how it's gone from hand drawn to CGI animation. And there's even Sean, if I said the words to you, "ugly Sonic," would you understand what I was talking about? Ooh, probably. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Probably not. Do you, do you remember there was a time when Sonic the Hedgehog was going to be released? And, oh yes, yes. And they released a trailer for Sonic the Hedgehog, and there was such a backlash. There was a persuasion-sized backlash. Yeah, yes, yes, <laughs> yes, 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 I do. Yeah, yeah, that, I do now. I remember you saying that. Yeah. yeah, that that they put the film back. They put the film back a couple of months so they could go back and work on all the graphics to fix Sonic. And even that, like, this is the kind of film where Ugly Sonic is a character in the film. <laughs> <laughs> where, right. they, where they have like a sort of comic con thing and ugly sonic is there signing autographs going yeah it worked <laughs> out for me it worked out for me <laughs> so so yeah so, i just can't understand a word they say i'm sorry i just to me it's just like nee, 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 nee. okay okay are you supposed to understand them <laughs> Well, I, I promise, I promise that this is not a review of Chippendale Rescue Rangers. This is not, <laughs> this is not a backdoor review of Chippendale Rescue Rangers. But you know how in um, Who Frames with the Rabbit, you have things like Baby Herman. And how Baby Herman, when Baby Herman's on screen, Baby Herman is like, oh, yeah, better, better. And then once the camera stops rolling, Baby Herman yeah. is like smoking a cigar and going, hey, <laughs> what are you talking about? Hey? <laughs> <laughs> they, that's what they do in Chippendale. So essentially, say that Chippendale Res- Chippendale's... <laughs> That was all for the cameras, but in actual life, they actually have no more voices. So, so yeah, but so that's that's what I would say. Chippendale Rescue Rangers is more. It's it's kind of like a spiritual sequel to Who Framed Roger Rabbit, more than what you think it might be. Because I didn't think it was going to be this either when I when I saw the title. But let us get onto show trial. Yeah, so, show trial. This would be show. interesting actually, because you say BBC iPlayer, right? Yeah, BBC iPlayer oh, show wow. trial. So this is one of those lists of shows that I think BBC, when Netflix came along, I think BBC realized that they had to up their game. So they started doing some co-collaborations with, um, or is is it co- no, it's just a collaboration, isn't it? (laughs) They started collaborations with like American TV shows where you could see all of the, like the, the production values went up and the money that was spent on this thing went up and all that. And this is one of those things. It is about six, no, I think seven, seven to eight episodes long. And the whole idea behind it is that you kick off, and when you kick off, you are in a like a student fair, a student fair at a university in Bristol, and you see that there's people, there's students getting drunk, having like an end of end of term party almost, and then it cuts to the next day, and someone's getting arrested. But the person who's getting arrested, her fa- her father is a sir, somebody, somebody who is good friends with like you know Tory P- MPs and all yeah. that. So he's essentially he's 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 well off. He's well off, and his daughter gets arrested, and she gets arrested for the murder of a of a, a 
a schoolmate at the university, somebody who used to, who she used to be friends with, who has disappeared and they don't know where the body is, and her mother has complained, and then the whole thing goes into the fact that you you start trying to figure out on the one hand, figure out the case and figure out what happened to this girl, why did this girl disappear, and on the other hand, it's trying to figure out whether this person, because the the main character in this is almost deliberately unlikable she almost sets out to be so she's rich she's privileged she's stuck up she treats everybody around her like a servant she she acts like everything is like below her exactly and so the idea is is she actually going to get a fair trial or are the or is she just going to get absolutely crucified in the tabloid press and they've made up their mind that oh we don't like her because she's already done it and because we've already had like a real life not quite a murder trial but you know the whole wagatha christie thing with Rebecca Vardy and Colleen Rooney, which even though you might not care about anything to do with celebrity, you have not been able to run away from. I'm sure that even, uh, Sean, I'm sure even you have heard about that. Yes, yes. <laughs> yes. And so it's a similar kind of thing where like, you know, it's like there's the there's the jury of public opinion where you're, where people are already made up their minds what they think one way or another. And it's, a, and it's sort of similar with this. And it's trying to fit. And it, it, you meet her, her sort of public defender. I don't know what they're called in the UK, but it's, it's like a, it's, it's like a, they're appointed by the by the states to, to to and even though her father has a lot of money, she doesn't want any of her father's money. She doesn't want anything to do with that. She and her dad is like showing up, going here. Here's my lawyer. Don't worry. Telling the lawyer, we'll take it from here. And she's like, no, I want this lawyer. So she has um uh her lawyer stays with her. Her lawyer. Yes, yes, like that, like that. Her lawyer stays with her and goes through the whole thing, and then you just get to find a little bit more about the way the British legal system works, which is more riveting than it sounds. And also, you follow all these different characters and all the different machinations that are being done to because you have these two privileged kids, two let's say these two privileged kids who got turned down by Oxford, and one of them, one of them, his mum is a his mum is an MP, and her dad is like you know a rich property property magnet and it's all about them pulling strings behind the thing to make sure that their kids don't end up in jail yeah, and yeah, then, yeah. then one of them is trying to blame the other and the other one's trying to blame the other and all the, all the work and it's really well done really well scripted so much so that it gets to the end and it's one of those things where it gets to the end and there's there's still questions to be asked and it's almost kind of like okay what question are we trying to ask here are we trying to ask who actually killed this person or are we just trying to figure out who do we want to blame for it and at the end of it which one of these does it matter so i i I thought it was quite well done i thought that the performances were really 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 good um um, across the board and um and mostly from a whole bunch of people that i had never seen before because it's i'm going to go on here now and try and look up some names uh I, i think the bbc can do some good quality dramas programs really i think they they you know quite a few of their uh, productions have been pretty decent affairs i think yeah 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 i, I think no, so they're, too. Still, they're still speak quality i think yeah yes there it is so there's there's celine buckins Celine buckins who plays talitha so once you hear the name talitha you know okay cool we're dealing with a comprehensive exactly so she plays talitha talitha campbell and she is so brilliant at being like you know you look at her immediately go don't like her Mm. (laughs) (laughs) i think she's cast so well that once they say oh this could be a this could be a tricky trial to do and you straight away go yeah i totally get why this would be a tricky trial look at her face (laughs) it's like and tracy tracy ifayacho 
who is and that last name that's an Igbo name that that's a Nigerian name and she mm-hmm. plays Cleo who is the who's the um who's the lawyer and I think it's it's just a really 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 well done thing and you have the whole thing where you have the police and are the police going to hide evidence because the the lead police officer really doesn't like rich toffs oh and right so, yeah yeah so 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 there's a whole thing where you have the police who have who are I think I think because they're like it's obvious that blah 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 has done it and if it's obvious that blah blah has done it then what does it matter if we don't give that piece of evidence and then you have the the prosecutors who are like oh no we need to have this because we had a scandal where somebody who we were pretty sure was guilty got scot free because somebody hit some evidence so we need to have all the evidence and it's just interesting the way that it spins all these different plates and i think it does a very good job of explaining who is who Who's the prosecutor? Who's the defense? Who are the police? And what their own particular things are. So I really like Show Trial. I'll give it a four out of five. I would say go watch it. It will not take up that much of your time. It's about seven, eight episodes. And it's 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 quite well written. And there is a look on one character's face towards the end of it that I think almost exactly summed up my entire feeling about the whole show. And that's all I will say. <laughs> That's all I would say because the same more would be to spoil the thing and to tell you what the outcome is. So um, that's it for stars for show trial. So a good day, a good or a good week at home with yeah, Prey yeah. and with show trial. And I think that's that's all. I, that's all I'm going to say. I guess there's anything else you guys want to say. You guys want to talk about? Um, else wanna, no, any, I did see. Oh, oh yeah, I did see Palmer. I did watch Palmer. Oh yeah, Palmer. Yeah. That was the Justin yeah, Timberlake yeah, yeah. thing on uh, Apple TV Plus. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. Sha- Sharon gave it a three, I believe. Yes, I and and I would have three to or, agree. Yeah, I can't remember that three or four. Yeah, I liked yeah. it. I thought it was very good. Yeah, it was very very clever. I mean, the the, the young boy actor was was. I mean, <laughs> he was. I was I was quite surprised really, and uh, I thought even. Um, Oh, what's his name? Justin Timberlake. Oh, no, it was it was a four. It was a four for Palmer. Uh, yeah, oh, right. I thought it was a three yeah. or a four. Yeah, I mean, it's not. It wouldn't normally be the, my sort of film, but it kept me. It kept me watching, and I thought. I thought Timberlake was, well, I mean, he's like, well, he was. He was. He was really, really quite yeah, good there. Proper acting. Yeah, he was proper acting. He was. He was. <laughs> he really. He was totally, totally believable. You know. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, and as I say, yeah, it was. It was. It was. It was quite. Yeah, it was quite interesting. It was, I mean, I think I think the ending was like convenient. You know, the ending was convenient. But yeah, but on the whole, yeah, no, I enjoyed it, and I would agree with Sharon that that you know it's a three to, for me. It was a three touching four star really. So yeah, so that was a good that was a good uh, so that was a good review there. Yeah, good good stuff, uh, Sharon. Uh, I just had this image in my head of you being a director one of these days. You being a director and having to try and get a film made, and then so you're saddled with a Justin Timberlake, and just because that you need him to get the finance to get the film made, and you're just kind of like, oh, fine. And then you're behind the camera, and then you go, all right, action. And they're like, whoa, oh wow, that's proper acting. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> right? it, was, it was great. It was great. <laughs> it was. He was really, really good. Really good. Like you're just being shocked. Yeah. of going, oh wow, you can actually do this. <laughs> This might not suck after all, but uh, all right. <laughs> so, oh well. So I think that's everything. Unless anybody else wants to sort of like jump on and complain a bit more about persuasion, um, but I think I think the internet is doing that enough for us. So yeah. until next week, when we will have at least one new thing in cinema to watch, because nope, 
Nope is yeah, being nope. released this. Nope. Yeah. Nope is yeah. being released this Friday, and That's I it. am going to try and see it. I'm and I shall. It. I shall try it. that. Well, I will see it. I will see it one way or the other. Yeah, I, I think. I, th- I think there will have to be something. There will have to be something apocalyptic, like something Nope level apocalyptic to stop you seeing that. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think if you haven't seen Nope by this time next week, my first question will be, "Oh my God, what happened?" <laughs> so, so yeah. Until that time, it is a goodbye from me. Goodbye for me. And it's a goodbye from me. Thank you so much for joining us and listening this far. Like us on Facebook or something. Oh, oh, YouTube. Yeah. Download a thing and listen to us audially. Thank you very much for listening. Bye. (laughs)